Welcome to A Better Me Podcast with Coach LaToya. March is Women's History Month, and I had a great idea to have conversations with five amazing and trailblazing women who have significantly impacted my life. So I am so excited today to bring to you someone that is really special to me in my life. I think that this is a sister from another mother and father, right? She's my spiritual sister, so even deeper. And I mean, she has been such a catalyst with supporting me in this new way of being in my life, of being an additional role with being a bonus mom and, you know, now with being married and everything. So I can say so much about her, but I'm going to let her share. So I have the pleasure of introducing to you my sister, Sophia. Hey, girl. Hi. Thank you so much for that. Even though I am very aware of the connection we have, but just hearing it just got me all warm and fuzzy, you know. That's right. Listen. Cheers is coming up. I I absolutely love our connection. And thank you for having me. Of course. Listen, you are my back, my front. You hold it down for me at all times. Times and definitely back in front, right? Man. You know that, and especially when it comes to this like new role of parenting, and just Ooh. I mean, I really one thing always I remember that you share with me, and, and it ke- keeps coming back to me anytime I need it is that most people in these new roles want the microwave edition, not the mm-hmm. slow cooker, <laughs> right? Yeah, and when yeah, you yeah. said that to me, I was like, mic drop, this is so amazing. So tell me what, how, how do you describe or what's your perspective on, is it bonus parenting? Is it step parenting? Does it make a difference? So so I'll, I'll just share. So I'm, I'm married um, I've been stepmom, bonus mom. To to be honest, to that question particularly, the title doesn't really matter for me. Um, I think they all cute, you know. When mm-hmm. I be like, oh, bonus this, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, I also heard another one, and, and I know it'll come to me, but it wasn't bonus. It was like, uh, it was it was some powerful spiritual word, and I was like, oh, that's funky. And then just. <laughs> You know, classic step parents. So I have adhered to all of them because, like I said, the title, you know, I've just outgrown the title per mm. se. But um, for the past 10 years, I have been a step parent to three kids. Um, so I have a blended family. I, I call us the party of seven. Mm-hmm. So- I love that. I should have said that in the introduction to <laughs> party of seven. Yeah, we, we are the party of seven. So we come through deep. We look like a whole little team. Um, <laughs> <Y'all are. laughs> right. So I, I have a daughter of my own. Cameron is 13. Um, my three step children, um, two boys, 11 and 12. And then the oldest is our girl is 16. And then we decided about seven years ago, well, I guess about eight years ago to bridge the gap. And my husband and I had a a son together. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got an array. We got (laughs) two different moms on my husband in and then a ex-husband on my end so mm-hmm. we got three <laughs> different mm-hmm. plus the two so it, it has been you know I have been at a place where I try to avoid the word challenging right mm-hmm. I've been 
looking at things as opportunities. And yes. this has been an opportunity, <laughs> opportunity to grow, to learn about myself and others. And like you shared, that whole, what I learned, I was actually, you know, the, the Bible app on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just Googled. I mean, not Googled. I had put in, I was looking for a Bible plan, but I wanted it to be about blended families. And this probably was about nine years ago. I put in blended families and one came up and I was like, yo, this Bible app has everything. <laughs> like, I love it. Right. And I read, it was like a 10 day plan. And I actually learned that analogy from there. Mm. And the the author, I'm drawing a blank, forgive me, of... um who wrote that plan, but he was saying that we just live in a microwave culture where we want everything fast. You know, we want the career quick. We Mm want to, you know, do a book. Shout out to you. You know, we (laughs) want everything very, very quickly. Right. And we don't really look at things from a crockpot experience. Mm -hmm. And I read this Latoya and tears was rolling down my eyes because I came in my situation with the microwave mentality Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we're going to put this in. And in two minutes, we all going to be fully popped like popcorn. (laughs) Yes. yes. Listen, I'm raising my hand too, because that's the same thing. I think like, oh, we all together now. It's all great. Kumbaya. We going to sing and dance and skip through the garden. (laughs) And then real life happens. Right. We love these kids. You love your kids. You birth them. I love them just by them being a package of my person. Like, duh. And it wasn't. And it was painful because I held on to my idea. I married Mm. my idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I would be looking at things like Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, like, (laughs) oh, look at them. You know, and now it's funny. I recently in a pandemic saw a picture of them where all of their families and their kids are adults, but they have quarantined together for like mm. six months or something. And I was like, see, that's what I was going for. <laughs> you picked the right one. <laughs> exactly, right? But I came in like, oh, we gonna Bruce and Demi this. And my husband was like, who is that? And I was like, you know Bruce Willis? He was like, yeah, you saying their name like we know them. <laughs> but I grew up watching mm-hmm. just little things in the tabloids about them and that wasn't the case and that crock pot that analogy it was very clear how you could put your potatoes in a little bit of celery Mm -hmm. the carrot takes Mm -hmm. longer than you know the potato but then Mm -hmm. your meat is sometimes cooked on the outside and not Mm -hmm. literally every person in this equation was cooking at their own pace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And until I became gentle with myself and gentle with everyone involved, it was trying for me mm-hmm. because I felt like it should be moving this fast. If you really love your kids, you should be able to embrace me <laughs> because you know I love them too. Right, you right. know, it's all about the kids, but I have missed having that compassion and grace and empathy for everybody involved, even if the relationship ended 20 years ago, 10 years ago, two days ago. I just didn't take that. So as much as I was making it about the kids, there was a selfish component there. Mm. 
See, and that's why I love our conversations because we get the opportunity to be so real, right? To to identify like within that capacity where you were really trying to get everything to be a certain way. But I can take that ownership that, you know, that's a little bit selfish on my part, right? And so through our conversations, I've been able to see things within me that does the same exact Uh thing because just wanting things to be quick and, you know, not go to through the mucky waters. And the mucky waters is what's going to birth all of the beauty, (laughs) you know? So I am like in that, you know, slow cooker, crock pot, like, and now being able to embrace it and see it. And I love what you said about, the challenge, not even calling it that, calling it the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about, you know, your 10 plus years, what is one of the biggest opportunities that like kind of sticks out through the process? Releasing control. Mm. That was, and you know, one, one of the beauty that you and I have learned and I journey through life, but just even in our schooling together, mm-hmm. that one thing, when you show up somewhere, it's clear that that's not the only place you're showing up like that, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. So, of course, it looks different because here, like I said, it's this blended family. But at the end of the day, it was about me being controlling. And that was mm-hmm. showing up in every area of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way I was handling my own, you know, child and, and, and her dad, controlling that situation, mm-hmm. controlling how I was as, as a a therapist, as a professor, whatever the case is, control was leading everything. Mm-hmm. So it was an opportunity for me to say, what does surrender really look like? Mm. Where, where are you putting your faith in this? It sounds like you're putting it in you mm-hmm. opposed to something greater than me. Mm. So that was a huge opportunity for me to say, you don't control this. <laughs> you don't <laughs> right. control any of this. And it was so interesting. I'll give you a quick example I remember very early on, um, I was having a conversation with my stepchildren's mother and the conversation escalated and it turned into to an argument. And I just kept saying to her, you don't control nothing. You don't control anything <laughs> over here. I don't care how many kids you got. You don't <laughs> control my household. Right. And when I hung up, so as you hear, I'll say something about tears a lot and not the tears was always bad. The tears was really a high moment. Yeah, but I yeah, hung yeah. Up and I said, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you needed to tell this woman, <laughs> the mother of these children, five different times about she doesn't control to the point one time she was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I controlled anything in your life. It was like, yes, well, let's be clear. Mm-hmm, but that mm-hmm. was my insecurity that I needed to let you know that I controlled. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would say one of the biggest, biggest, and it, it, it's still a learning opportunity for me mm-hmm. to remind myself, like, you don't control anything, really surrender to this process. And it becomes a little bit, a lot easier mm-hmm. for me emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. all parts of my being. So that was one of the, bi- the biggest opportunities for me. 
is released in that control. Right, right. No, I, I love that. And and I love the way that you were able to identify and be aware of, right? And, mm-hmm. so, and something about this process, because many people experience it, either them personally when they were growing up was a part of a step parenting mm-hmm. or, you know, an additional, you know, person in that role in their life or them themselves with their children or children yeah. of a spouse. So there's so many of us that go through this experience and, and, and don't really even talk talk about it right so you Absolutely. know <laughs> I mean it's it's like mind-boggling and I think only until I was in this role then I was like hmm I started to ask my brother like more in-depth questions like so what was your experience yeah. you know yeah. coming to a whole new country and then being living with someone that was your dad's mom I mean your dad's wife and now gonna be your stepmom like what was that like because I didn't mm-hmm. even think about mm-hmm. that right but now I'm in the role and so I'm like I want to get perspective from the kid you know even though he's grown, man, he's like 14 years older than me. Um, so, but I just think that's so that's huge. Important though, because you're willing to have those conversations and then to yeah. be aware of. Wait, I was just doing that to her, but that was really for me, you know, or whatever yeah. the yeah. awareness may be, and and that's where it comes with people being so very mature and open because yeah. we are all like on this learning line and and no one really has it all together. That's why we're still here, Absolutely. at least in my belief. Right. right? That's yeah, why we're still here, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like, you know, we're not perfect. We're, we're just making attempts to do the best that we can with what we know at that given time anyway, yep. you know? So yeah. that's why I love, you know, and that's, I'm so happy that I could share like our conversations with other people because yeah. I love having conversations with you around it because a, it supports me in like, stopping the fairy tale you know disney mm-hmm, does not appear mm-hmm. here <laughs> right for whatever yeah. reason and it also allows me to get real with myself like what really do i want toya like what is this about like it's right. not about you know what i mean and and we can have that so tell i mean and i i want to add to that that you know i appreciate the conversations as well because what happens is talking about it reminds me you know it a, a good thing in a sense, like I don't have many people around me where this is their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I talk about it often. So when I do, it's kind of like a aha moment for me too. Like, oh, don't forget that 10 years, you know, could go by pretty quickly. Don't get comfortable and forgetting with the things that you have learned because that was nine years ago or whatever the case is. I did grow up with a stepmother and that kind of, I would say almost tainted my vision because again, I went in like I had a stepmom and you know, it wasn't the wicked stepmother syndrome <laughs> kind of thing. And I was like, you know, she was loving and her and my mom had hiccups very, very early. And then it was like, Hey Gil, I'm coming to pick Sophia up. I'm taking the girl somewhere. I, my mom had my sister and my brother taking us to Dorney Park. So I had this vision mm-hmm. and I just automatically was like, oh, this is what mine is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it was controlled, but also was like, well, since it happened to me, it was a little grandiose to have thought that. <laughs> like, well, because, because mine was like that. That's definitely what I'm going to create. So it really had me step back and say, what is your vision for your blend, blended family. Not what you had growing up because there are different players, 
you know, at this table, what's your vision? Mm. And I had to do that. And it took me almost three years in when it was like, what do you really want? You don't reference Demi Moore, (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Willis. You don't went back to your own relationship. My mother and my stepmother, they have an amazing, you know, relationship to this day. But it was like, what was your vision? Your system Mm. is completely different. Mm -hmm. It's, It's so funny because transparent moment right now, even because when I asked you the question in the beginning about step parent versus bonus parent, right? There's mm-hmm. this concept in my head, right? That the step parent uh, idea or perception is such a separate thing, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so I feel like that connotation and, and, and growing up, I didn't really hear my brother saying like step parent, right? And maybe he was mm-hmm. describing that. I don't know. Right. Um, but when I heard the term bonus, I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Cause it's an addition. It's a part yeah, of, yeah, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes I even get caught up in it, but you already dropped the mic in the first, like less than a minute saying <laughs> it don't really matter. Right. Yeah, it when does, you get caught up with that, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, no, because it really doesn't even matter within the what you're being articulate as is yeah. when you know what you're here for. Right. I yeah. also think that I I mean, in some levels I chose it, but I also feel like these little beings chose me in a way Absolutely. for me to be in their space. So if I, I get feel. caught up in the role of, OK, did you say this? Did he say that? Then I'm all on the outside and not really tending to right and so you reminded me of that even within (laughs) this conversation again I don't care care what and and again it took me some years I remember one time my husband something happened with one of my stepsons I remember so he fell um he was maybe in like first or second grade but he fell off the monkey bars and his mom called dad my husband and told him and my my oldest, um, my stepdaughter, she said, oh, yeah, you know, he fell and hurt his arm. I was livid with my husband because two days had gone by and he hadn't said anything. And I remember saying, oh, you feel like because I'm his stepmom, I don't need that information. Mm. And he was like, no, <laughs> it just slipped my mind because it didn't require hospitalization. <laughs> Nothing was broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It just slipped my mind. But because I was wrapped up in the title, Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. connotation of step or, Mm -hmm. you know, not biological, it was doing something to me mentally. So every time I was left out, per se, Mm -hmm. that it was like, oh, it's because I'm the stepmother. That's why. And now, you know, now that my kids are older and say if they don't call me for a few days and I'll ask my husband, like, hey, you spoke to the boys? And he'd be like, no, they didn't call me in almost a week. And in the past, I would have been like, that's a stepmom thing. Right. And now it's like, no, it's step biological. That's right. just the same thing. <laughs> like, yes. They didn't call anybody. Right. But when I was caught up with the title, mm. I wasn't being like as much as I was saying, oh, I'm loving, I'm this. I wasn't being who I was because mm. I was caught up in the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, yo, I don't care. So for the sake of this discussion, you know, I'm referencing that step or bonus. I was like, yeah. but I don't. You know, I right. flat out when we are so weird, my my oldest, she looks like me. She so does. It was, <laughs> she really it was does. such a joke for so long. People be like, oh, my God, like 
she looks just like you. And, you know, we would chuckle and things like her mother has said it. Like, why does my kid look like you? Like, this <laughs> right. is absolutely crazy. But I, I call them when people say, like, how many kids? I say I have five. And they'll be like, no way. You look good. Right. And I'll be like, well, thank you. And every now and then someone will say, you push all five out? And I'll be like, okay, dad, nosy. No, I did not push all five out. Like, I'm not going to lie now. Listen, but another transparent moment. So when I first met you, you was like, you had five kids. I was like, damn, there's hope. I, she looked like that with five. <laughs> so that is so true. It's like. But, but again, that is the way you already embrace. Like I got five, yeah. and you know, so I forever yeah. love that about you and the way you, you know, you. created that vision for your family and for yourself. Like you're just sharing with all of us, and I think that's just so dope. You know, I really, really do. And so. As you think about all of this, like what I know, there's so many favorite and like, what is the biggest lesson takeaway that you would, you know, kind of share with anyone that's starting this in it and yeah. it ain't feeling right or whatever, just to kind of inspire. Like I said, because you do that with me all the time. So, yeah, like you said, it's it's so many many things and I'll I'll combine these two and sometimes we'll give these little jewels and and almost make it seem like just do this and that's that right <laughs> you know yeah. so let me let me put that caveat or disclaimer like it it, it takes work but patience is mm. you know that's just a different level of virtue a different level breathe, of, right? right yes <laughs> a different level of a of a principle that you will and things like just taking a breath <laughs> like <laughs> because Again, like just it was so many little things. I would be like, oh, we would, we would be going to Marvel. I, I paid all this money for these tickets and we'll get to pick up one of the kids. And the mother be like, oh, I'm running 30 minutes late. I'll be there when I get there. And they will be like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm fighting her. On, on site like I don't even care if we don't make this show anymore like it was just so many things but it was patience like mm -hmm. the way you do things mm -hmm. you can't expect other people to move that way mm -hmm. the way that you show up you can't expect other people to show up it's, mm -hmm. it's just more of an ease like an easing kind of process if you just have patience with other people, mm. allowing them to be who they are and whatever that space is. Like I said, I, it's two, two, two moms of with my stepkids and one has developed into an amazing relationship mm -hmm. and the other one still is in the crock pot at her pace and that's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And finally, my boy is going to be 13 and so 10 years Mm -hmm. He done had 10 birthdays. And this year she said, let's do a party together. Mm -hmm. So it's yes. patience. If yes. I kept expecting that the way the other one moved, it was going to be that way with this one. Mm -hmm. This never would have happened. Right. Or wouldn't have happened for the 13th. It may have been the 21st. Or, right, right, you know, right. But because I finally surrendered and just gave like, this is the patience I have. This is where she is. And I need to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if the other person is there. So I couple that with a lot of prayer, mm. you know, 
So sometimes I'll say for myself that I was praying diligently for my children because I didn't want them to feel the energy that was happening. Mm, where it mm-hmm. felt disconnected, where right, it right. felt uneasy and heavy. So I was praying for them a lot. And then Spirit has said, you forgetting to pray for their parents. Mm, that's who taught me that. See, y'all, y'all got to listen to this girl right here straight up. Like, that's when I started praying for both yeah. of my children's moms. Absolutely. Yeah. From being your spirit. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. How are you telling them you love them, but you're not praying for the person who birthed them mm-hmm. or played a part and they're coming to this world? Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. And and I watched that on like a Oprah show before I had children. She had like Will and Jada. And Jada was like, I wasn't mature enough. Hey, mm. I'm telling, I think their oldest is Trey. Mm. I'm telling Trey that I love him, but he could tell I can't stand his mother. Mm. He could tell that I damn near hated his mother. That's not in alignment. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm praying for them to be this way and to feel this way and feel comfortable, but I'm not praying for their parents' hearts. Right, right. Yeah, that's where I learned so, it. It's, it's, it's a powerful thing to do. Yeah, right. Man. Because again, going back to what you said before, acting like we were in control, like you were in control, yeah. like the real control is your source, whoever that may mm-hmm. be, whatever you exactly. define it as, and praying there to get the strength and to allow that the highest good for everybody involved, mm-hmm. not just what I want, you know, because I started with that and then I had to evolve yeah. and grow, right? So, <laughs> what is the highest good for everyone that is yes. in this? slow cooker crock pot right because that's mm-hmm. what it, it is and that's what's going to make the best sense in, in the long run anyway so that's yeah. why i love that patience yeah. and prayer yes girl yeah man. <laughs> yeah but the patient helped me lead to the prayer mm-hmm. the patient slowed me down yeah. to realize i was missing something if i still was moving in a fast pace trying to control things i would have missed the downloads that was telling me mm-hmm. that i needed to add them to my prayer so that's why I, I coupled the, that too, you know, like you could pray for the patients and things like that, but it really took the patience for me to hear that I was missing something here. Mm. I was missing a whole element. Mm. that matters to these kids mm-hmm. I love it now I know y'all could tell right now why this is one of the five women of this month because mm. she <laughs> is beyond dope and so she just shared a couple of jewels right Thank now you. but she is a amazing therapist a spiritual life coach professor I, I mean you already know she's the party of seven <laughs> so many things um, and I'm so happy that we had the opportunity to, to talk with her and just kind of just get some nuggets about this whole thing Thing that so many of us are experiencing but please go ahead and follow her on instagram so you can get more gems she's at visions from above and so this v-i-s-i-o-n-s-f-r-o-m underscore a-b-o-v E. All right. So go check her out on Instagram. And then she also has a podcast. And if you thought she was great here, you could just listen to her <laughs> and her friend and colleague. And they any um, podcast places. She is the real therapist for the culture. Can you tell she's for the culture? Like so real. <laughs> she just will give it to you. So please check out my girl, my sister. Um, 
Sophia Cox, who will continue to just inspire us all and, and just help us to make sure that we live in the life that we've been called to do and making sure that we're authentic and real in the process. So mm, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am still working on your workbook. Actually, <laughs> look at that. I bought another yeah, copy oh, of your workbook yeah. and sent it to, so now, you know, I reference them like my baby mothers too at this point, right? <laughs> right, so right, 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 right. I, I sent a copy of the book to my baby mother and I had, she was like, thank you so much. And I said, would you like to do this journey together? She was like, yes. So I love you know, that. she runs a salon and a school and with my schedule. So we've missed a couple of days, but we connect and be like, all right, I'm on day seven. What's up? What you took? I so love that, it. That, I didn't even think about that until the end. So please keep sharing what you are doing because that was so inspiring that it, again, it just came to me like, you know, purchase this book and, and share it with her. And then it came to me to ask her, can we do it together? Listen, it's so dope on so many levels. And I love that. And in some ways, you know, I know we joke about this, but like you mentioned, like Jada Will and, you know, uh -huh. Debbie. And, you know, sometimes I even think of y'all like that because I'm like, dang, I love that. The fact that you're doing that, the book, you know, you have your own relationship and dynamic. And then and I think back and I take my breath and I say, Crock-Pot, slow cooker. Yeah. It can look whatever way yeah. that I desire. Absolutely. And, you know, my vision is always manifesting one choice at a time. And it, and it yeah. just it just will be, you know. So And it I will. learned that for you. But I get so excited of hearing the possibility, you know. So for yeah. you, yeah. that's what it brings. You bring me such a, a lens of possibility, especially mm. when it comes in this realm. But in all aspects, because, you know, we in that that giving and serving yeah. line of work. Yeah, right? um, but just the possibility possibility man you're so dope yeah. sis i love you <laughs> i love our connection i thank you so so much this was so good yeah. i enjoyed myself me too this is fun thank you so much thank you so much for listening give yourself permission to acknowledge the women in your life who has supported you in being better until next time 